If you play my very first podcast episode and then you play a more recent episode, you'll notice that my rhythm has got better, my choice of language has got better, and my pausing has got better. Now, a lot of this has come around just by committing to record more podcast episodes over a prolonged period of time. Just by doing it, you automatically get better at it because you refine your process along the way. There are, however, ways in which I've improved my ability to speak behind the scenes. And what I thought I would do in this episode is just speak about some of those principles that I've been using for the past 10 years of my life. And we're just going to go through these step by step. These are specific ways that I have used to become more articulate as a public speaker, as a podcaster, and also as a writer. So the first thing I would like to draw your attention to is the use of vocabulary. So if you only have one word that you use, then that is the exact word that you will use to describe a situation. So for example, if you use the word typically all the time, Whenever you're in that situation, you're going to use the exact same word. Whereas if you had two words, ordinarily, for example, all of a sudden you now have twice the vocabulary to be more precise with your words. So the first thing we need to focus on is actually broadening our vocabulary. And there's a few different ways in which you can do that. So one way in which you can do it is you can get yourself a Kindle. And when you read books on a Kindle, when you come across words that you think you know the meaning of or you do know the meaning of, and even words you have never heard before, you hold the your finger on the Kindle and it gives you a definition. Now, what I have done for many years is words, even the word access always remains with me. I thought I knew what that word meant, but I looked it up anyway. And when you have a Kindle, this is very easy to do. You put your finger on it and it gives you the definition. And what I do is I take the time to think about the exact meaning of the word. When you do that, next time you are speaking, you automatically access the correct word. I just automatically used it there. It's the same way with any words in your vocabulary. The more that you have in your arsenal, the better equipped you are to use different terms. And when pushing this further, you are writing, you are hyper aware of using the same word over and over again, because when you look at one page script of your writing, you'll see yourself using the same word over and over again. And it's the same with recording a podcast. When I listen to some of my older episodes, I can see my lack of vocabulary in certain areas that I've worked on to improve. So getting yourself a Kindle and taking the time when you're reading to just understand the definition of words, the roots of words. There's also a website called Etymology, which I use quite a lot, which is the root of words. So sometimes if I'm looking up words, I'll look at the definition. I'll look up synonyms and synonyms are similar words. So I can add more words to my vocabulary. And then I'll also look up the etymology of a word, which is the history, because that way it's compounding my learning and understanding of where that word comes from. And when you do that, you automatically select that word when you're speaking or when you're writing next time. Now, when you have all of these new words to use, something that you can do is to imagine yourself using it. So I do this a slightly different way. 
if I have a specific word that I use all the time, I try and change that word for a power statement instead. So rather than just using a word, for example, typically, which is a word I used to use all the time, I would try and replace that as a power statement or something I want to use. So an example of that would be, isn't it true that we do this? Which is the same or roughly the same as saying typically, but it's more impactful. So what I like to do is rather than just replace words, I like to replace them with powerful statements or phrases that I can use that make me feel good about using them because then I'm conditioning myself to get better at speaking and to become more articulate over time. Another example of that is when I say most of us, most of the time. That's something that I've learned to do and I feel good when I say that phrase because it's something that I have used to become more articulate. It's also a way to break up what I'm speaking about to make it easier for people to digest what I'm speaking about. Now, another way you can do this is to get the old school dictionary and thesaurus out and you can read books and you can go through the process of actually getting the thesaurus and dictionary out. It's another great way of doing it because the effort required to do it means you're more likely to remember that word. So that's also something else that you can do. Now, when you are learning to become more articulate, you have to read in a different way. And what I mean by that is you don't want to just be reading for the learning of the book or for the story. You have to be reading as a way to become more articulate. So your goal changes. So rather than reading a book a week, which is what I used to do, when I'm reading to become more articulate, what I do is I just take as long as it takes. And with the aim of learning at least one or two new words every day or really understanding the exact definition of words as I read. So my reading pace has gone down. However, my ability to use specific words and and to be more articulate has gone up tremendously. So you have to get over the conditioning of how you're currently reading to read in a different way to allow yourself to develop. So you have to slow down, basically, to become better at speaking and better at writing. Now, another way which kind of alluded to earlier was to write blogs and short stories, because when you see your words down on paper, you will immediately recognize how often you use the same words. And then you can get the dictionary out and the source out and you can look up different words to use instead. I mean, Microsoft Word has this built into it. And then what you can do over time is to recognize the same word over and over again. And awareness is key to that first step. There's also a service called Rev.com that transcribe audio. So one thing if you wanted to look at the way you speak specifically is you can get the audio transcribed and then you can really look at the words and phrases that you're using. This is something that I do for my business social attraction. I transcribe a lot of my podcast episodes and then I publish them as blogs on my website. And when I do that, I can see straight away how I can improve what I'm speaking about for my very next episode. So that's also a great way to develop the way that you speak. I also think it's fair that I discuss fear in this episode. Any time where we are developing our lives, we come across fear. And when you're learning to control your words better and to speak at a higher level, 
you have a fear that comes up because the people that are already in your life, you fear that they'll notice that you're using different words <clears throat> and that they'll notice that you're trying to develop yourself and they'll notice that you're trying too hard and they'll notice all of these different things about you. And in my experience, true friends and true people that you want to be around would support you through that process. And you can even say to people that you know, if you notice me using the same word over and over again, point it out to me so that I have awareness so that I can improve upon it. But if you're worried about what your friends and people in your life say about the new version of yourself, if they're not offering you support, as is the way with a lot of people, when you move from one position in life and you increase that position, whether it's getting in better shape, whatever it is, you bring up other people's fears in their life. And a lot of insecure people don't like that. So you have to be aware that when you are developing your life, one of the byproducts is that some people in your life, unless you've got really great friends already, will, will try and hinder your progress and they'll try and keep you where they are because as you're progressing in your life they won't like it because it shows the stagnation in their life so again awareness of the fact that when you are developing any area that fear will get in the way and there will be people that try and hold you where you are which is why you have to have a goal to become more articulate you have to decide that that's what you're willing to do and that you're willing to take the hit of people criticizing you, potentially using the wrong word occasionally. It's fine. It's all part of the learning process. And these are just ways that you do develop your life. And it's funny, it doesn't really matter how you want to develop your life. It doesn't matter what you pick. There are obstacles in anything that you do. And with speaking, it's exactly the same. And often when I've been using specific words, if I use a specific word in the wrong environment, then people pick up on it. And even now they'll say, that's a bit weird. And I think, okay, I didn't have the correct word to use for that environment. And again, that's a learning lesson. Also, I mean, this is one of my favorite ways of learning how to become more articulate. When you speak to other people, there's two ways you can learn. There are phrases and words that other people use that you think that's really good. I'm going to use that. And the same in writing. I've picked up so many different ways of speaking and writing from great authors and great speakers. I love the way that they phrase something or do something. And I think I'm going to do the same. I'm going to replicate that for myself because it is great. And then you get the other way of learning, which is my favorite way, <laughs> which is to, to feel what people do badly. So when you read bad literature, oh my God, it's terrible. But you have to ask yourself, why is it bad? And even that can teach you it's bad because they're using the same words. It's bad because their grammar's all over the show. It's bad because they're not very articulate. These are all clues as to how you could develop. And especially when you are speaking to people face to face and they are bad communicators, rather than running away, which is what a lot of people do, especially if you're meeting people in social environments, you tend to run away from people who aren't socially as intelligent and socially as good. You can feel your energy draining away. Use that as an opportunity of learning. Use that as an opportunity of seeing the person in front of you and thinking, what is this individual doing badly to make sure I don't do this again? And again, that is a really great way of learning anything in life, not just how to become more articulate. So just to round up this episode, I've given you a lot of tools and techniques that I've used, a lot of things behind the scenes. So if you listen back to my first podcast and, and listen back to this one, you'll notice a stark contrast. And again, 
One of the reasons for that is just because I've recorded 167 podcast episodes. Another reason, obviously, I speak for a living. But behind the scenes, there's been a lot of hard work and dedication to learning new words, to really defining what it is that I'm speaking about and using a lot of the principles which I've spoken about in this episode to develop my craft, to develop my art and to become better at what I do for a living. If you have enjoyed this episode and you've picked up on a few techniques and you think this is great, I'd like to speak to to you to just learn more, then feel free to do that. There is a consultation link in the podcast description, which is a free 30-minute call with myself where we can speak about anything that I've spoken about in this podcast episode.